This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, it's the day before the game day. Yes, indeed. Steelers heading off to take on the mini Vikes tomorrow night. That's going to be something special because I, I got to tell you something. You know, the fact is, when you got a game that you just had against the Ravens and you go to that next game, uh, it's all about continuing the success. Though it's a short week, uh, though, you know, guys have got bumpages and all kinds of stuff going on, their bodies ain't feeling right. And I'm joined, of course, by Max Starks here in the locker room. And, of course, Jacob is our resident ninja today. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, fellas, what we got going on here is is an absolute. Uh, you got to absolutely catch this next lightning in a bottle tomorrow night. You got to continue what you just started Sunday against the Ravens. Absolutely, it, because you know why? Because Santa's coming, Wolf. It's <laughs> December. It is December football, and if you want to prove what type of team you are, you win in December. <laughs> You don't, you, you don't lose in December. You kill you me, Max. <laughs> I got I got the yeah. John Facenda days yeah, yeah. of your going on, and you I come mean, out with you, it, you, Santa. You were in there, and, and you leaned in, and you leaned in hard <laughs> on that one, Wolf. You I were did. ready for it. You're like, he's about to give me one. Well, I got to give you one. That's it. awesome. That was good. <laughs> that was very good, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, but yeah, that, 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 and, and it's a short week, so you don't, you don't have amnesia at this point. <laughs> right. Right. You hey, you you didn't have that long of a layoff. The layoff wasn't long <laughs> enough for, for you to forget oh. how to win and play tough. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got this because you said you don't have amnesia. Ramnesia. Okay, so I, I can it yeah. was Doug Betters who was the defensive end for the Miami Dolphins back in the early eighties and throughout some of the eighties, was part of the Killer Bees, who was part of that group that you talked about, you know, with Bob Baumhauer, uh Kim Bocamper, yeah. Charles Bowser. Bob Brzezinski and the Blackwood brothers, uh, Lyle, and I can't remember his other name. But regardless, Doug Betters was the guy that hosted the ski tournament up there. So that if we. Oh, there we go. Yes, there see, we go. All right. So he was hosting this ski tournament. Now, just follow me, yeah. and I'll try not okay. to lose you like I did yesterday. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, I lost did. myself. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so, so Doug Betters has guys come in, and it's a, a ski tournament raising money. For the Lumberjacks up in Montana had no health insurance, and their kids had no health insurance, therefore. So he was raising money to cover the expenses of the Lumberjacks up in, uh, up in Montana in the Northwest. You know? And so it was a very nice thing, and, and it was just a great place to be. But that was what the whole thing was. And when I met Bill Fogerbaki, who, of course, was a starfish named Patrick. He did the voiceover for him and coach. Yeah. So that's how it all came together. Max is looking at me go. like that's very dubious. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. I, I I already said it yesterday. I'm not I'm not going back there again. <laughs> I'm not go going back. back there. I'm, I'm not, not revisiting I'm not, that I'm, madness. I, yeah, listen, 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 listen. We I, I said it yesterday, but that that that's pretty cool. I'm glad you because I think somebody on Twitter, I think also sent me that, and they wondered if it was Doug Betters. And so I do have to let that fan know. It, he's correct. It was Doug Betters. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I think I got it yesterday. He was like, yeah. He's like, I wonder if it's Doug Betters from the Killer Bees. Yep. So I, I, I will tweet that fan back and let them know that they were correct. And tell them, and they, tell them they were double correct because I kept insisting it was Bob something. <laughs> and it was Doug. <laughs> but it was a B, and it happened to be in the it last a, name. It, it was a B, and, and – <laughs> That's why it's the killer bees, right? <laughs> That's it, right. That would be, <laughs> yeah. Well, think about so this. In 82, yeah. now that was a strike-shortened season, okay? 82, we only played nine games, but they had 19 interceptions and 30 sacks, 29.5 sacks in only nine games. That's pretty impressive, that, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that was a good group. Three sacks a game? What's that? A little over three, sac- over yeah. three sacks a game? A little yeah. over three sacks a game. And how about the 19 interceptions? I mean, you kidding 90, me. I mean, that that's ridiculous. Yeah, I that's mean, like two a game, two plus a game. Yeah, I, I mean, my, it was my math like fails it. me, but you know. No, you were there. You were close. there too. Too. I'm a close guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it, uh, it doesn't really work. So, regardless of that, the killer bees. That's what it was all about. And Bill Fogerbachy and Patrick, the voice, you know, from SpongeBob SquarePants. That was the whole thing. And my kids were just so excited, elated. Not that I was there with some Hall of Famers and stuff like that, but it was SpongeBob. It was, I'm sorry, it was Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. That's what they were excited about. So there yeah. you go. All right, George go- Winkler. <laughs> George Winkler. Who's George was Winkler? The guy, oh, he's the, the guy, guy on Twitter that. Congratulations, that, uh, George. You were it. correct. So he was correct 22 hours ago. <laughs> I just found out this morning. So I'm always yeah. I'm always late to the party. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Have one of those issues yeah. there. All right. Job one for tomorrow night has been in, employed since the end of the Sunday game. Job one is recovery, Max. And I know Recovery on a on a short week like this, that's crazy. I mean, you're talking whirlpools, you're talking about cryotherapy, you're talking about uh masseuses and everything else. But how about something I think is close and familiar to you is the acupuncture. Huh? I doesn't huh? doesn't yeah. your the good lady yeah. uh Miss Miss Tiffany, isn't she um she's uh, a, a acupuncturist or uh, practitioner of pr- yes. uh, of the arts, yes. Yes, um, okay. How do yeah, you? Wife, how does it happen that you can stick a needle in your ankle to take care of sinuses or something? I mean, come on, what's up with that? <laughs> it's called transverse axes. But my, my wife's more literal. No, if, there, if there's something bothering your sinuses, she's putting it like near your nose. She's Ooh. putting it in the facial region. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you got sinus problems? Boom, we're going right to the source, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt, man. That would hurt. Yeah, exactly. You always wanted a nose ring, Wolf. It's okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but you have a stuffy nose. No, yeah. um, yeah, no. But that my, stuff, my wife, all uh, the recovery stuff is what, I mean, that's big for the players today on a short week. L- listen, that that was big as soon as, soon as the game ended Sunday. Like, I, I, like, some guys, I'll never forget. Uh, Debo. Right. Used to actually... Go get a massage after the game. Really? Immediately after the game. Yeah. No kidding. Start the healing process quick. Yeah, just to preempt himself because he knew that he was getting treatments and everything. I mean, hot uh, hot laser, cold laser therapy, Mm. um, cryo, hyperbaric chamber. Did you ever do that cryotherapy? 
Never. I bought. Yeah. I, I, listen, I bought a coupon for it. Try it. <laughs> and it expired on me. <laughs> Maybe it was a good idea. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at what Antonio Brown did, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you could feet, yeah, butcher your socks feet. In there when he wasn't supposed to. Uh, but, yeah, I was just like, oh, I like cold. Why not try this? <laughs> supposed to be good for me. You know, because because uh, you know what? Because Kelvin Beachum, Beach, Beach, okay. uh, Beach did it. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I was talking to Beach about it, and then that's when I went and got got the little, it's like a session pack or whatever. Right. And then time and schedule just never allowed for me to actually try it. So, you know, that's not a bad idea though. Don't 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 actually try. That seems like it'd be awfully cold. You know, I mean. Well, well, you, 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 you I'm a cold. The, well, the, cold. I would like. You got the twenty weight. You got the twenty weight oil. Uh, yeah. blood in your system. That's right. Fine. That wouldn't be bad. You know, I, I got to tell you though, as I age, you know what? Um, I find that I get colder faster than I used to. You know, I, I guess ah. that's a that's a product of getting old. You know, the old joints. You know, the old. Uh, you know. It's like uh, when you're born in Buffalo, you got your own like self-heating unit that you're born with. You know, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's just like a, that's a staple. Did you see that the Bills game? Bunsen burner. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. My brother one. Dale took his son to that game, and they said it was unbelievable. They had forty and fifty mile an hour wind gusts. I mean, think yeah. about that. I, I I can't imagine being on the sidelines for those <laughs> <type of> gusts. <laughs> Cause exactly, because it, it, it was sixteen when we were there. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we had we had sixteen just below twenty, mm-hmm. and that was in September. So I can't imagine doubling that wind gust. That was crazy, and have and having to deal with that. Oh no! You know, you think no, about it. What was it three passes? Uh, they threw. Did the Patriots? I mean, that's what it was. Not since nineteen forty four is something like in the forties has somebody thrown so few passes and won a game i mean that, that's just that's crazy just but coco that, loco hey, listen that, that just lets you know the offensive line was cracking skulls <laughs> that's what they were doing because yeah. that's the only that's that's the only way you get the three passes and you win a football game <laughs> that means the offensive line came came and they were they, and they they were swinging haymakers across the field <laughs> the entire game because that that's how ugly that was a 14 10 game with only three passes, the fact you got two two touchdowns, you know they were rushing. <laughs> yes, you know we yeah. we actually played University of Miami uh, as Syracuse when I was at Syracuse, and we ran what was it fifty nine out of sixty plays were run plays, yeah, something like that, or sixty Ooh. out of sixty one. We lost, but <laughs> you know <laughs> the fact was hey. that's all we did was run the ball basically. Well, you worked on your trap blocks, didn't you? Oh man, did we ever! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, that, and, and, and that's what got you to Pittsburgh, there, Wolf. <laughs> See, look at that. Exactly so, man. That game right there got you. Like, hey, this guy knows how to trap. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, he did it twenty-seven times in one game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he had enough work in. I think we got enough to evaluate on that one game alone. There. Yeah. Oh my exactly. heavens! All right, so. We know that uh, right now, job one for tomorrow night is about recovery, and it's about making sure that you get the guys back. One of the things that I'm interested in seeing is just it looks like Joe Hayden's going to miss his fourth. 
How important is that, yeah. Max? When you take a look at, uh, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson, who is just ridiculous. Uh, that is huge. That is huge. <laughs> um, but I will say this: if Adam Thielen is not going, then it makes it a little less daunting. It does. It yeah, does. But, uh, you know, because I'm looking at it because Adam Thielen most likely is unavailable. I mean, we saw Anthony Barr will be probably back because he was testing on Sunday to try and play then. Right. So I imagine he'll be ready by thi- by this game. Patrick Peterson got taken off the COVID list. Um, so, you know, yeah, not, not having Adam Thielen is going to help us a little bit because we don't have Joe Hayden. So it almost cancels out. Um, because you're going to you're 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 going to use a lot of zone, a lot of zone, man. Yep. Um, you know you're always you better get a rush over the top. Get a pass rush. T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Chris Wormley, Louder Milk, Montrevious Adams, Taco right. Charlton, Derek Tuska. I'm talking to you, Alex guys. Highsmith. Highsmith, especially. Yeah. You know what, Schobert and Bush. When you do Green Dog. When yeah. You do green dog. Make sure it counts because this is this is one of the things that also is important, you know, with Dalvin Cook not being there. They still want to emphasize the rush. And because Kirk Cousins is best off of play auction pass. And right. so how do you get those deep shots manufactured? You get it when you play action. When you yep. get that person to bite just a little bit and Justin Jefferson takes off downfield. So that's also going to be key is stopping that run so you eliminate the actual threat of the play action pass as well because that, that that's just that's their bread and butter. That that's what they get it success is. on. When you when you if you watch that that San Francisco game, they're down there and they give they play fake to Dalvin Cook and Th- and Thielen runs a in route along the back end of the end zone, you know, like from the low red zone, they're like the five yeah. or something like that. I mean, it sucks in the safety so bad that even in a limited space like the end zone, which, you know, you've only got about eight yards of working space, maybe six yards as you're coming across there. They suck that safety up so far uh, with Cousins sticking that ball out there. I mean, you talk about he swallowed it like a that bait like a brook trout, man. That was good play yeah. action. And then he dropped it into Thielen behind the safety. And it was it's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, so that that's going to be, you know, one of the key things is how good are your eyes? Oh, yeah. How, how trustworthy are your eyes going to be tomorrow? Mm. And, and so I'm going to be watching that. You know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm eager to see what Montrevious Adams does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in this follow-up, because like you said, you got a team that has an intent to run, and I want to make—I want to see him continue to do his job so that nobody else notices him. Did you happen to see the an article on John Harbaugh? He's uh, grumpified because he got a picture of Montrevious Adams with his hand, uh, let's say, past the line of scrimmage <laughs> on that two-point conversion. Now, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he, it looked like he had a good beef. I mean, and that's one of the things I wonder. I, I look at a guy like Montrevious and just as one very small sample, did a great job. I mean, he came and did a great job. But I just wonder if it's paying attention. Could you imagine 
if that had been called and they had to redo that and it was successful, it'd be like, wow. All the good work he had done prior to yeah, that would have just destroyed it. Yeah, it would have been for naught. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I mean, yes, you're looking if it's a hand. Was it his plant hand? Yeah, it was his right hand, I believe it was. And it was, I, to me, from the angle, now, again, you got an angle on it, so it it could be, you know, somewhat askewed there. But it looked like it was past the point of the ball. Well, and and you have and you have a line judge looking yeah. at the line of scrimmage. He's yep. looking from the sideline. That's right. Doing do, doing the laser right where the ball is and <laughs> and tracking it all the way to the other sideline. And if he didn't see it, and he has to look at where the ball is, hey, say yeah. la vie. You found a good <laughs> angle that would make it look like that. What I tell you, what I, what I tell you, Wolf. What's that? You dig deep enough, you're gonna find something. <laughs> And that, that's, and he, that's was, right. and he was almost to China. He was almost to China when he that's, found that hand. But that's angle. why I found Doug Betters. I got in there and I dug. There you I go. dug deep enough. There, there you go. Yeah, but yours, yours was justifiable because if not, it would have sounded like a SpongeBob episode. So, <laughs> All right, yeah. we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll come back with the. Man, your calls more we got jim wexel today we got the coach tom bradley's going to check in in the second hour so we got a lot of fun coming up we appreciate you joining us we'll be back after this this is in the locker room with wolf and starks presented by your neighborhood ford store on espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio you know, you take a look at Justin Jefferson, and last year he broke Randy Moss's rookie record of 69 receptions with 88, all right, in 2020. He's already got 78 in 2021. This guy has receptions of 56, 50, 48, 37, 34, 30, and 28 yards, yada, yada, yada. There's more there. I mean, Max, this guy, could he, he could play on two football fields. I mean, that, that's that's what a deep threat this dude is. Yeah, no, he he is he he is the absolute deep threat, and it's going to take a lot of effort uh, to make sure you corral him in. Because when in doubt, we talk about how single high let it fly, right? And Ben, you know, looking for Deontay or Chase down the sidelines. That's exactly what Kirk does. Yes. And when Thielen goes down after that first drive, guess what? It only ups the target. Yes. <laughs> and, and That's he, true. And he and he is going to press you know, those 20-plus-yard routes. So you can't lose them in any moment. No. And I th- and that, so that's going to be a lot of stress for Terrell and Minka to make sure that whoever's on him, whether it, it you know, it is it is Cam Sutton probably will get that first crack, Arthur Millette, however you work it out, you're going to have somebody on Pierre. Um, you know, you're going to have somebody on him and then another guy kind of kind of over the top or spying on him or bracketing of some sort. I figure Witherspoon's going to figure in on this one mm. um, because of the fact that, yeah, I think. I it, forgot, yeah, yeah, Witherspoon as well. Yeah. That's going to be another guy that's got to rise to the challenge again. So much of this is going to be not giving them enough time to get Jefferson that far, that that free and that far down the field. That's where, I mean, you got to bring the house at times. I'm thinking to myself, Gadzooks, yeah, you know, um, this is a, you know, they've only, uh, Kirk Cousins has only been sacked 18 times. I mean, he's thrown 25 touchdowns, three interceptions, just three. 
I mean, this guy yeah. protects the ball. He does a good job of that. I mean, he's, he's even with go ahead. Even with an offensive line that's, that's bad, that's a bad offensive line in front of him. They, they've been they've been playing musical chairs with that offensive line all year. They have issues. Christian Darrisaw, Christian Darrisaw, their first round draft pick, left tackle, he's out. So they moved Yuli Uda, uh, Udo. Udo, yeah. Yeah, uh, Uli. Ola Semenko Udo, something like that. I yeah. Just say like Udo. Udo. Yeah, yeah. Udo. You go. How about a you go? You go. You go. He go. We go. Right, we all yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, we all go. So you know, it, it will be very important um, for that pressure to get to them. But yeah, that's been one of the things is that. Even though he has not been sacked a lot, there's because of the run game and the play action. But you've got to, you've got to guess and you've got the green dog. And when you think it, worst case scenario, put him on the ground. Yeah, make him feel that pressure. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. Um, because yes, will, will will Kirk Cousins miss throw on his own? That's why sometimes you don't need interceptions if the if the quarterback's missing throws. True. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes Absolutely. You, just, you don't. But in this case, I'd rather be safe than sorry. A sacked quarterback is the most assured way of him not making a big play. There's no doubt about that, my <laughs> friend. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you look <laughs> so, at this. Yeah. I mean, Adam Thielen comes in with 64 catches. Uh, that's impressive. But this Jefferson kid, I just, I don't know. I, I, you know, I knew he was there. But it was like when you start looking at him and watch what he does, the dude is just a game shaker and a game breaker. Well, and here's the th here's here's the other really cool stat that he's already surpassed Jerry Rice for most catches in first two years of a career. No kidding. Anytime you start is, to have the name Jerry Rice attached by yours, wow. Yeah. Well, and because he's a Viking, this is another one. He's only 11 catches away from breaking Randy Moss's, which was number two. Ooh. Very. So, I don't want to see him break that record against us Thursday. No. No, <laughs> you'd rather but, not. But, I mean, you look at five games left and you say it's very reachable that he could have the most catches all time uh, for first two years of a career. That, oh, that, that's the rarefied air he's in. Because both of those guys I just named, Yellow Jacket, Yellow Jacket. Yes. Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So when you get in that conversation, that means you're doing something really elite. And that's what Justin Jefferson is doing right now. In the first two years, his impact is felt, the fact that he is tracking to be to be able to surpass some of the all-time greats. That's pretty, that, 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 that's, that's pretty special. Absolutely. I agree with you. Let's go to the phones. We got, uh, let's see, 412-919-1316. We got Sarcastic Sword. Parts unknown. Sword, welcome to the locker room, my friend. Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, Max, I was going to needle you, but it sounds like you get enough of that at home, so I'll skip that. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Going, going Boy, that, I'm going telling you, that is good stuff coming in on a, on a Wednesday morning, Sword. That works? That was yeah. Good. Going back a couple days, uh, um, the stadium and, and the, the sound – uh, the other evening was really something to behold. I have to say, 
Uh, it's probably a lot of people might have seen their first Steeler game. I know a bunch of guys that have tickets that gave them away, uh, not for this game anyways, because of the last month or so. So regardless of who was in there, to get new blood in there, people that might have never seen a Steeler game, and to be treated to that drama uh, it was really, really exciting for them. I'm sure it'll be memories. Uh, they'll have a lifetime. So the Steeler Nation isn't made up of just the 65,000 in that stadium, as you know. It's it's worldwide. So, uh, however, it was gr- a great atmosphere to watch that game, uh, and and on television, anyways, uh, very exciting. Uh, speaking, you know, the Ravens. Uh, you got Steeler Nation. You got Ravens Township. Uh, the sarcastic bayonet down there deep in Baltimore gave me a report the other night uh, from what was going on. He said a third of the people want to get rid of Harbaugh, uh, a third want to get rid of Jackson, and a third thinks Jackson's the reason they have any wins. So there's a lot of chaos after a loss down there. Uh, and and Har- Harbaugh in particular with that photograph of Adams I'd like to have a photograph of the guy that hit the, uh, Johnson on the sideline. Yeah. I'm not saying he shouldn't have hit him. Take a look at that. It looks like, to me, he's leading with his helmet. And mm-hmm. uh, that should have been – let Harbaugh look at a, a blow-up of that one. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, uh, the defensive line, um, maybe I – the way I seen it, it's not just sacks that we were up to. It, actually, pushing the offensive linemen into Jackson, whether it's a white shirt or a black shirt, they're in his way. And, and was it just me noticing that, or did the, all the bodies prevent Jackson to an extent? of exits out of that pocket when he wanted to run. It looks like we were really collapsing the group all around Jackson uh, to make like a horseshoe almost where he, he, he didn't have as many avenues up the middle as he usually does. Was it, was that just me or, or, or did it look that way with maybe Adams being a factor in that, uh, that push and that collapsing of the pocket? Yeah. Yeah. So, you're absolutely on on key for that one. It was more so compressing the pocket, keeping him in the pocket, but then condensing everything around him. The problem that you get with Lamar is when you get cute or you start twisting in a way that get, that frees up the middle. Because a couple of times when he did break it, right, we had guys kind of coming on outside rushes and nobody in the A-gaps. Whereas yeah. when you provide that consistent push, like, hey, I'm just going to take my man and drive him straight back into him, he can't read those. And there's no outside escape pressures. So you can distance around him, and too many bodies forced him to kind of panic, and that's where the sacks came. So that was, that was one of the keys in, in the game was trying to make sure that when you rushed, it was a contained rush. You're not trying to get free because when you get free, you leave gaps. So – It was get on your man, establish who your man is, press him in. You saw a lot of bull rush, and that that was one of the best ways to contain him because if you try and do, like, line stunts, right, you try and slant everybody in one direction, well, that gives you the opposite direction that's uncovered. Right. So you don't do that. You don't run double twist stunts because when you run a twist stunt, you free the middle. You actually use the offensive linemen as – 
to your advantage as a negative for the quarter. You're using his body to block yeah. an area as well as your body. So it, it's a it's a very good strategic when you can do it. I mean, it's you got yeah when you can do it right with, with the, the with guy. the right with the right guy. Now, it, Kirk Cousins not gonna not not gonna need that. No, you no. want to have free lane a- access because yeah. he's not running away from you. But they call that a mush rush when you're just pushing the offensive line back. Uh, in a uniform matter, you know, they, you want to keep eyes on the quarterback at all times. That's the biggest thing about it. Not well, giving up gaps. Get, you'll probably get to see a different strategy tomorrow night because you have a quarterback, obviously, that isn't as mobile. But for that, for the Jackson type quarterback, that was an excellent. Uh, uh, that was an excellent defense to use against him, and I'm sure you'll see a different, wide open, uh, a more attack. Uh, defense against Cousins, uh, but we got our hands full. He's a he's an excellent manager. Cousins is he always has been, and he's for the most part when he lets the ball go, he's 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 usually hitting his target. So it's going to be an interesting, uh, a different kind of book, a different chapter as we turn the page uh, <laughs> yep. as as yeah. the mystery goes on, and and uh, look forward to it and, and, and your analysis after. So tra- travel safe, guys. Thank you, brother. Bring us back a a win, please. That would be great. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. The number is 412-919-1316. Okay, so we don't have time for another. Okay. we we got to go to break. But before we do, Max, I will tell you this much. You know, S.W.O.R.D. makes a great point because as you were talking about the mush rush, the uniform constriction of the pocket, you have to have that, not giving up the gaps, eyes on the quarterback, extension, all that sort of stuff. But this is going to be different, as, as you, you were pointing out and as Sword was pointing out. I can see where you run twists on one side and mush rush on the other, double twists, a lot of things where you can come after Cousins because he's not going to scamper the way that Jackson could scamper. No, he's not. Or, or like Justin Herbert. Yeah, exactly. He he doesn't have the wheels as either one of those guys, so you've got to make sure that you're getting that pressure on him. He feels that pressure so that you don't give Justin Jefferson the room to make those big catches downfield. So, yes. Absolutely. When we come out the break, I do have an update for journalistic integrity, so we'll save that for (laughs) us. Love it. We'll be back with more from the locker room here. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh, Steelers Nation Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, you take a look at some of the things Ben Roethlisberger's accomplished. You know, you, you look at quarterback victories. He's at 162, tied for fifth all-time. TD passes, 412. Oh, a nice area code here, right? He's eighth all-time. Completions. Uh, let's see, is uh, 5,319. My goodness, that's fifth. 39th fourth quarter comeback is third all time. But you know what sticks out about that game Sunday? Fourth wow. quarter, when you absolutely got to have it, you got to have it, he's got a perfect passer rating during that fourth quarter comeback. I mean, what do you, what do you say about that? Come on. And everybody's talking about, oh, he's done. Put a fork <laughs> in him. Yeah, hey, he D- DOA, right? Dead yeah. on arrival. <laughs> this guy, he he's he is finished. Finite. <laughs> and you look at 
what he has accomplished right there. 39, 51 game-winning drives um, in his career, tied with Tom Brady. That's amazing. Tied. Just amazing. Tied with the GOAT. And he, he, he's, he, we, we, what are we going to do? We need to replace him right now. Are we going to bench him? We need to bench him. That would be great. <laughs> you know? You know, the thing about it is, and people, I've, I've had people say, do you make too much out of, you know, because for me, being in the huddle with Terry Bradshaw, do you know how that was like, no matter what, in the fourth quarter, you're sitting there going, we can win this, baby. We can win it because we got the blonde bomber right here. I mean, that really, it cements the whole group together. The offensive line is unified because you want to keep Terry upright and, and untouched, right? Same thing. You've been in the huddle with Ben. You understand that your chances are exponentially greater because of the fact that that guy is there. Absolutely. You got to ride the lightning. And and I think that's one of the things is that when you look at Ben, you know that Ben has seen it all. He's right. done it all. And if he believes, I would be foolish not to believe. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it would be foolish. And then when you read that, check the resume. The resume says it all. And he, like, I keep saying this, this is not Peyton Manning in his final year. This isn't Peyton Manning. This it, Look at Phillip Rivers, final year in San Diego. It was not Phillip Rivers either. Right. It was not Drew Brees when he left San Diego and they're like, oh, man, he had yep. the shoulder thing. I mean, look how long he reigned in New Orleans. Yes. I mean, you know, you look at these things and you're like, dude, we're witnessing greatness and this is a guy that can lead us. He gives us our best option to win on this roster. No and doubt. Even when you try and showcase Mason Rudolph, nothing against him. He throws the ball 50 times. We don't win. We, I mean, we, we don't lose either, but we don't win. Right, <laughs> right. I got you. Uh, yeah. And it's nothing uh, against Mason. I mean, to come off the bench Mason. and do what he did was incredible. You know? It I mean, was but incredible. Short week and not knowing and, and getting that COVID call. You know, but I think that that's what we kind of, we kind of, we kind of lose that. The fact that you haven't had to worry about who your starting quarterback has been for almost two decades. Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. <laughs> we could we we could we could bring up Cleveland Brown franchises, Jacksonville Jaguar franchises, New York Jet franchises, right? We can go through the list. And there, there, there's a bunch more, you know, that we can go through and say how many quarterbacks have you had in the last 18 years? And they ran run out of they run out of fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's exactly that many. Oh, they're on their toes. Yeah, they're on their toes. And 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 if you're Cleveland, you're on your buddy's toes by then. You know, I mean, <laughs> yep. that, that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind about this. Don't be so quick to judge because for 18 years, you haven't had to judge. Right. No you, doubt you, about you've it. Gotten, you've gotten a bunch of AFC championship appearances. You've gotten three Super Bowl appearances during this one span. And he's a guy that is a winner. You just read the stats off. Yep. He's top 10 in almost all the categories. Yep. Guess what top 10 is? Hall of Fame. Bingo. Top 10 <laughs> screams Hall of Fame. <laughs> so Get that so jacket let, let's fitted. Enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Send your measurements in, Ben. I'm sure you'll mm. be skinnier in five years, so just add two <laughs> inches off of it. Whatever number you give right now, just take two inches off. I get it. Um, 
but but that's what we're experiencing right now and that's one of the things we have to be grateful for that we get to watch this and it you know whether adam Schefter's right or not right exactly let's give him every opportunity to be his best if this is because he's deserved it that's right he's he's earned the right to write his own end of the story absolutely all right let's move on to the phones because we have some callers in here let's go to jim in north hills jim you're in the locker room buddy good morning guys it's great to talk to you both always a pleasure oh good i just wanted to make a comment about the two-point conversion that Harbaugh is crying about. I saw the picture that you talked about, Wolf, and it certainly looked like his Adam's hand was in the neutral zone. But I also saw another picture that somebody posted, a picture before the center grabbed the ball. Adams was already planted, and the center, when he grabbed the ball, moved the ball forward. Right. It was not in the neutral zone until the center grabbed the ball. So... I just wanted to I just wanted to clarify that that I, I was glad I saw that that it wasn't a call that was missed. Adams was set first, and then that's why they didn't call it because they're not going to call it after the center moved the ball forward. But you know that's early. a great observation, Thank brother. Thank you, Jim. Yes, Thank that you, is Jim. very astute, there man. There you yeah. go. That's I don't know, man. That's that's like uh, this is a Pruder film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the but Kennedy. You know what, thing. <laughs> but but it, it, it doesn't matter because there are only three certainties in life. Death, taxes, and John Harbaugh crying about it. <laughs> 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 to the winner go the spoils, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, Thank exactly. you so much, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate it, Jim. Thanks, that was Jim. That excellent. Was that was just that great. Was All right, yeah. we got Wallace in Ohio. Wallace, you're in the locker room, my friend. Hello, Wallace. You there, buddy? Hey, uh, just a little technical note. They're not uh, I'm not listening to you on SNR. They're not playing you guys. So huh. I had to go to ESPN radio there to, to okay. catch you this morning. I, you know what? We'll make a note oh. to the ninjas, see what's going on, and uh, see if they can do anything about it. So the show is uh, okay, not being okay. heard on SNR. It's being heard on ESPN, correct? Yes. Okay. Duly noted. Yeah, as of, uh, as of about five minutes ago anyway. Okay. Well, so, uh, Come ahead, Wallace. Well, hey, what do you got? Well, hey, uh, Max, you know, I didn't get to call in yesterday. I haven't been able to call in very much lately because of some uh, medical appointments. But, uh, Max, uh, if I remember correctly, you can sing a little bit, right? Uh, I Back in the day, yes, yes, I, w- yeah, I would have okay. said that I, I attempted I to harmonize, that. yes. I thought I remember that. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, that's my, good. we're unpacking something I didn't know. Oh, Karaoke oh, Max, is oh, this what we have? Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 might have graced those uh, those halls a couple times, maybe. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I, I heard you're pretty good at it, and that's good, because Arthur Moat said that you're no Rembrandt. <laughs> exactly. I already told him. I said, "Listen, I'm not Bob Ross. I'm just Bobby Ross." <laughs> I'm his cousin. I'm his cousin. <laughs> hey man, I commiserate if I try to draw something. It looks like a kindergartner did it with a crayon. So uh, we're just different kind of Renaissance men. That's all. Well, I get, Wallace, I can only tell you and Max. I come from a, a noted long line list of of whalers. Okay, I mean. People, my grandfather would sit in church, I kid you not, 
And I've heard people say it sounded like the brain of a mule. You know, just, that's that's how tone deaf he was. But he always said, the Lord says, make a joyful noise under the Lord. He says, that's my go. joyful noise. So he would there do that. Is. There it is. There you yeah. go. There it is. Well, man, yeah. watching that game Sunday, I just, in the third quarter, I remembered something you guys have, have talked about. It said, if you keep smacking that rock, sooner or later it's going to crack. And I just had a feeling come over me in the third quarter that they were going to win that ball game. And I think they were still down by, uh, I think it was four points at that point. I think they had just kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt like, and they're starting to move the ball on the ground. Yep. And then later in the third quarter, uh, they gave Benny, Benny Snell two carries and one series. And he had some great positive yardage on those two carries. And he I, did. I just think that was like, for me, that was all right. If Benny Snell's getting this kind of yardage, we are going to win this game. You know, so it, it was. It was just a real. I can't even describe the feeling that came over me. I just knew, you know, mm-hmm. it was a certainty. So, uh, and then I remembered you guys saying that. You Wallace, that rock, it's going to crack. As as a guy, the two of us have both experienced that in the fourth quarter. Max was there with Bussy, you know, being that second oh, half, yeah, yeah. just pounding away, pounding away. There was nothing better than watching the defense as you you go to the body with that running game. And they start getting slow, getting off the pile, slow, getting up off the ground. They start arguing you know, in the I huddle. Those, yep. those guys look more tired yep. at that point than our boys did in that first half after that 10-minute drive that uh, – Baltimore had yeah absolutely and this was one of the things you know I I kept noting during during that first half about the discrepancy in time of possession and how the defense looked fresher as the game went on it it was it was amazing I was like I was like y'all were on the y'all have been on the field effectively I think at one point in the third quarter I looked it was like 30 minutes to like 10 minutes like it Mm -hmm. was it was crazy, but yet the defense, like you said, kept coming up with big plays, kept pressuring Lamar Jackson, and our offense just kept grinding. And it was like, man, you would figure Baltimore's defense been on the bench a lot longer. They'd be fresher. All the hard hitters they got, Patrick Queen and Tyus Bowser. Right. Yeah, I think being on uh, the bench yeah. that long had a detrimental effect to them rather than keeping them fresh. Yeah. I think it just got them out of the ball game a little bit, you know. Especially if anybody was sneaking some hot dogs on the sidelines or something, you know. Well, <laughs> only you, Wolf, are sneaking hot dogs on the sidelines. I've heard about it. <laughs> just uh, one more thing. I want to uh, shout out to CR there, uh, the man with all the stats, but not so good at geography. I think he uh, shouted out yesterday that I was from the Green Bay area, but I'm actually in Sandusky, Ohio. So, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm kind of an enemy territory that way, but you're south uh, of one of those big bodies of water over there, right? <laughs> yes, yes, right you're, next to and, it, practically, and, and and right next to one of uh, America's favorite theme parks too. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I still oh, have to make awesome. my way there because so I am a roller coaster junkie. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, well, he'll be coming up later in the program, I'm sure. So, all right, okay, thanks so okay. much, Wallace. We appreciate it. Now, Appreciate Max, it, we also got to go back before we go to break. We got to get you on record because, for the sake of journalistic yes. integrity, we have to correct that is something. Correct. 
Yes, I have a correction I would like to make. It is not receptions for Justin Jefferson. It is actually receiving yards. Okay. So he is 117 yards from breaking Randy Moss's record, which was second place, and 146 yards from breaking Odell Beckham's number one record for receiving yards in the first two years of a career. So it was not catches. It was yards. I want to correct that to make sure that for the sake of journalistic integrity and that I am being honest about it. That was my research, and I kind of mixed up catches with yards. Chalooch would just be smiling big time, as he always said. Yeah. As he always looked at me, he goes, when did you ever worry about integrity in, in your in your academia career? <laughs> you didn't even graduate. Yeah. So, oh my so, goodness! So I, so I, so I, mu- I must be, I must do it since I am. You have to, you have to <laughs> uplift us and hold us, you know, to that, 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 uh, that standard. Look, the, the whole thing about it, we got about three minutes left here before we go, Max. Um, just looking at this again as we talk about the Kirk Cousins, that that uh, Justin Jefferson connection, that is going to be so huge. But there is a pretty good tight end there, Tyler Conklin, who's got uh, yeah. near fifty catches. Um, that guy, he's, you know, you take a look at Thielen, you take a look at Justin Jefferson, you think, okay, you got your hands full, but let's not forget. And there's also the possibility that Delvin cook might be back for this game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is one of the, that's one of the things that's trending. We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think, but also, you know, one of the things I think that we haven't talked about here, here's to bring it full circle. They have a pretty good kick returner too, Wolf. Yeah. A guy who, who's already returned two two kicks for touchdowns. So, you know, special teams, they have some guys, and offensively they have some guys. So, it, it it's a holistic approach for this game, um, especially if you think that Dalvin. <laughs> yeah, holistic approach. You got to look at all three phases. You know, you can't overlook special teams. That's um, right. And and so it's going to be a full attack. You know, like you said. Adam Thielen probably won't be back. Too short of a turnaround for a high ankle sprain or for an ankle sprain. Yep. Um, for him, but Justin Jefferson, Tyler Conklin, Dalvin Cook, Kenny Owongwu. Uh, 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 um, How do you say that? And Wangwu? I mean, is there the N or is the N totally silent? So I thought the N was totally silent. I thought it was Wangwu. Okay, that's that could be what it is. Yeah, and, and once again, I have not gotten the phonetic spellings yet in my pronunciation guide, so. I will have it by tomorrow. Um, and then we'll be able to say that with journalistic integrity. We'll be able exactly. To. Or, or at least Bill will. Because Bill's <laughs> usually who's, We'll who's just look at him and say kicks. whatever he said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Billy. Handle it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to go to break. Yeah. We got to go to break, Max, because at the top of the hour, we have Jim Wexel from Steel oh. City Insider checking in. And that'll be followed by the coach, Tom Bradley, also. So we got a lot going on here today and hope you'll join us we'll be back after this